welcome. <laughs> Why did you do that? Because I want everything to be perfect. Since when? From now on. But we're 145 episodes in? And yeah, suddenly... and now I'm going to take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm focusing. now we're going to start uh, editing our episodes, make sure the sound quality is the utmost importance. I'm going to have those those actual cuts in the, the sound dialogue and then switch directly over to be like, have you ever tried bold and uh-huh. branch sheets? Yeah, just like in the middle of it, like here's an ad. Yeah. Now word from our sponsors. <laughs> H-E-B is ready for summer. <laughs> Grilling season's right around the corner. So come on down and get all of your crawfish needs. Oh, yeah. Because here, crawfish season. everything's okay. Here, everything's low prices where they help. live. <laughs> here, everything's low prices. That is help. help. Here, everything is low prices. The marketing team is really like, please, please help us. And they're like putting it on all the billboards where it just says help. Here, everything's low prices. And it's like a person at a computer. (laughs) They're like chained down. And HB's like, we have to be the best grocery store. We have to. What's even more funny is people who have only ever lived in the North still know what HB is because it's that fucking good. Um, I didn't know what the fuck a King Supers was, or a, a Publix. W- Publix, yeah, a Super Saver. I don't know what that is. I don't either. I didn't know Kroger existed until I moved out of San Antonio. Oh, they've always been there. Safeway. Yeah, they don't have Krogers in San Antonio Safeways. because H E B started in San Antonio and they ran everybody out of business. Safeways. I don't know what that is. In uh, New Brunswick, they have Sobies. What's the one? Aldi's. That's apparently a famous one. And other, I know we have them here, but we do have them here. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. I think it's overrated. I've never been to a Trader Joe's. Me neither. I'm going tomorrow. Just for fun? No, I need oranges. You don't want to go to H-E-B for that? No. H-E-B has the best produce. They do. So. My brother was arguing with my whole family (laughs) this weekend about how he likes Kroger better. He lives so close to an H-E-B. What if, yeah, he lives and he close goes to, to the one on H-E-B. Studemont. Oh, my God. And that's not even a good Kroger. He could at least go to the one on 11th Street. Oh, that's a worse Kroger. That's the best Kroger. No. The best Kroger is... What is the best Kroger? The the one on, on Shepherd and 11th. No. If I had to pick the best Kroger... The one on 19th Street in Yale. No. That one's terrible. The one on West Gray. <laughs> I've never been that one. It's the rich people Kroger. It's like in an old Art Deco building. Because oh. I have to go try it out and be like, ooh, where are the old gays at? I need a sugar daddy. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I love talking about grocery stores. Yeah, actually me too. Because I spend too much time at them. And a lot of money. Also, I love whenever I like see my bill, like my bill, my, my credit card bill. And it's like, H-E-B this, H-E-B. And of course I'm buying like wine and alcohol and everything else that is under the sun. And I'm like, oh, well, these are groceries. <laughs> it's all just groceries. It's all just groceries, exactly. <laughs> Today I debated with myself in the car um, in front of people that were there that I wasn't Like you were, you were, mal- were talking to yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just verifying. This is just my, my daily monologue. Because I, I caught myself doing it again at H-E-B and I'm like, do I need Roma tomatoes? I think I do. What do I need Roma tomatoes for? I was like... See, but I was doing that. And I look around. (laughs) Oh, see, no, I was uh, at the tomato stand. I was in the car without the mask. I was like, am I going to wear the mask today? But see, at least if you're in your car, you look like you're talking to someone on, like, the Bluetooth things. 
No, because the music is loud. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> and the windows are open. Okay, okay. Something and you I'm just like, like say. What? <laughs> what? I gotta buy an HGV today. <laughs> no, I was like, am I gonna wear the mask? Because I mean, Thomas talked about it in the car. I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm debating. I might You're go going to the HGV without a mask. Oh. And uh, I didn't. Oh, uh, you got too scared. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. You can you can go on a plane now without a mask on. Oh, I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm not planning on doing that either. But I'm, I'm just saying you that. can do it. Because I, I can at least avoid people in a grocery store. You can't do that on a flight, especially with recycled air. People farting and burping, and coughing out their nasty particles. I've often said I've often wanted to put that on a a mug. Everything that I just said? Yeah. People are farting and burping in recycled air on an airplane? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's true, That's a good mug. I feel like the words would be small enough that no one could read it. If you were in the 70s, or now, if you want, and your your kitchen has to be animal-themed, which animal are you going with? Oh, zebra. No, zebra is not an option. It's usually a farmyard animal that it has to be. Well, why? Because that's what they did. They Mine put, will be they cow. Put cows on the cow. wall, like little cow tchotchkes, like a cow, like your flour, sugar, coffee. They were all cows. Things, just cow themed. My grandma used to have one of those at turkeys. So I'm gonna go with turkeys. Okay, that's good. They, they were salt shakers, and you they they you tip them over, and like salt and pepper would come out the butts. What a, what a <laughs> speaking about sickness. Oh yeah, there's another funny thing that I need you to see. It's this girl or it's this woman and it's like really spooky. Let me just see if I It's whenever you're trying to, to you, you eat a um a a pizza a pizza <laughs> what am I thinking? Pizza pocket? No. Hot pocket? No. What are the little pizza bites? There you go. Um and you have to blow on it or it's too hot and you go oh no i didn't save it but it's this girl and she's like this woman <laughs> what does she say she says some weird random fact but it's like an old lady and it's like really weird lighting <laughs> that's it and she comes on and she says i would like to know do you need a roommate <laughs> and then it cuts to this weird thing and she says oh <laughs> No, it's not funny it's unless not, I find it. You have it. to show it. I guess you'll have to look it up and find it at some point. I'm sure you'll you'll find it at 7 o'clock in the morning and text it to me. No, I'm going to find it right now. Oh, you're going to find it right now? I'm doubtful of that. Um, but that's good. Good for you. I'm glad you, you have entertainment. Um, what's a meme that I've been... Uh, oh, the speaking of that, the ooh-ah-ah-ah, uh, kind of, it's a little bit... Have you seen all the, the videos of Lord shushing her own crowds? No. Those crack me up because she's like, she's like, she's like, <laughs> like before she's about to like hit some musical note or something like that. And it's not, it's not good. It's very bad actually. And I'm like, girl, you shushed your own crowd that Wouldn't was singing along with you so that you could sing something terribly. It's actually really funny. Wouldn't you do it? No. Won't he do it? Because I mean, I know that I'm a terrible singer. So... If I get people to sing along with me, at least I'm like, oh, look, at least they're not knowing that I'm singing poorly. That's kind of like how Taylor Swift goes. <gasps> no, we're all Swifties. 
All of us are Swifties. You know, in a roundabout way, aren't we all Swifties? <laughs> Why you think I came up with that? Because <laughs> it's not true. It is true. Oh, that was a high note. It's true. not true. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, I found it. Did you? Why? Some people don't eat snails. Do you not like fast food? (laughs) So funny. But see, that was a good. That was a good joke. That was a good joke. But I love my favorite thing is the lighting situation. I posted one on Instagram today. Let me let me give you a, a stupid joke. You ready? You ready for this? You ready? Me. What do you know about Adams? My friend. Very little. Me. Besides that. (laughs) I thought it was going to be something gay, like... No. What do you know about Adam? I have 64 of them in my phone. 64 Grindr notifications. Adam, Adam, Adam. (laughs) They're all named Adam. They're all named Adam. Adam Grindr. Adam Grindr. I don't think Adam is a very uh, popular gay name. Kyle. No. Ryan. Ryan. Who else? Chris. Yeah, Chris is a very popular... N- name a Chris that you know that's not gay. I don't know anyone named Chris. That's a valid point. I don't think I do either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm really again? racking my brain here. My one brain cell is running around on fire. I think it's more common for the gay mm-hmm. to have the K. I only know one with a K. Is this K? What's K? K? Yeah, so you put your middle thing, your thumb in between there. K. K. J. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> Got it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I don't have the 30th one, do I? Oh, I do. Ooh. My birthday's coming up in a month and a half. One month, one month and one half. How crazy is that that I'm going to be 30? What am I going to do? Some finalizers went. You don't die, which is what I thought. You're not dead? Who have I been talking to this entire time? Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> it's me, bitch. I'm back. Bitch is back. What? What does that euphoria mean? She says, bitch. You better be joking. You better be joking. Mm-hmm, that one. I don't know anything about euphoria. So. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. I wish I thought. That's well, okay. Everything's normal. We're repeating things on the podcast. Anyway. Yeah. You know what else I'd like to repeat? <laughs> oh, ready. A word yes, from our sponsors. Of course, we'd love to thank our sponsor, Big Bones. Big Bones. Recent Gallup polls show that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you don't shut the fuck <laughs> if you are a dog parent, I mean, you are probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Oh, well. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Big Bones has a solution. <laughs> CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code... Spoopy 15. Spoopy 15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones probably donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, we're texting on the pod. I'm now. responding to my mother. Hey, Patty. Not hey, now. Patty, hey, don't girl. start. Patty, don't start. Have you, Patty, don't started her yet? Mm-mm. She hasn't given me a reason yet. Get, isn't this on? Give me a reason. Million reason. No, give me a reason one too. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Let me tell you about <clears throat> 2002. Uh huh. Avril Lavigne oh. came out with the best album. And I don't think it was 2002. It we was. Sang, we sang Avril Lavigne here. When karaoke night with Thomas' family. Avril Lavigne. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne. It lit a fire under me and I was like, I'm, I... You forgot how good she was. I forgot how good she was. And then I went out on Sunday after Bunnies in the Bayou and then I sang that same song that I sang here at karaoke. One of the many. It was um, the one Josh Turner one that we were arguing about. That I um, markedly did a better job. Mm, you on. didn't sing the same song. You sang well, a different song. I did song, a markedly better Josh Turner. You didn't do uh, a low enough voice though. So <sighs> my voice is deeper than yours. You have no, a fairy it's voice. Not, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> hey. But somehow, because uh, at first I was like, Josh Turner's not like a country person that like a lot of people know. Somehow, everyone at the fucking bar sang the song. I'm like, which one you do? Why why don't we just dance? No, your man. Maybe lock the door and turn and the, the lights down, down low. Exactly. That's copywritten. Oh, is it? Oh, it's too late now. No, I thought it was only if you sing like more than three seconds or something, or like four measures or something like that. But you have to like. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're in Texas. Yeah. This was at Junior's? JR's, yeah. Junior's bar? Jeers. Jeer. Hello. Uh, yeah. And it got, uh, there was a lot of people singing. I'm like, who were you with? With my friend Alan. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we went to. to... As in the Parkway? Alan Parkway, yeah, it's spelled the same way. No, it's not. Wow. If you rearrange the letters in Allen, it's anal. No. Yes. How are you spelling Allen? A-L-A-N. Okay. I'm spelling it A-L-L-E-N. No, you can do that too. This <laughs> anal. A-N-E-L-L. A-N-E-L-L. Oh, yes. Yep, that one. Mm-hmm. Or you put um, the double L's in front and they're silent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That didn't work. <laughs> Does not work. Oh no! You put the two L's together. Yeah. You kind of tilt them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put the E in the center, and it's just like a big A. It's just a big A, exactly, with A and an E in the middle of it. Yeah. And it looks. It's like a big cursive. Yeah. A. There you go. What Alan spells her name A L L E N? Besides I feel the park, like most people spell it that way. No, I always say. No. How many people know named Alan? Do you know Alan is not Hold like on. A, a millennial name? Alan Grinder. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> who do i have saved named alan let me tell you about an awkward encounter i had today was it you singing in the grocery parking lot uh, uh, uh a different one different uh, yeah. awkward encounter mm-hmm. okay was so, it in the grocery store no okay i was walking to go get the girls uh-huh. and there's a, a man around that lives around here that's he's a bald man that just walks around really creepily there's a, there's a guy that does it on my street and, like, sometimes he's on the phone, sometimes he's not, but he, like, paces, like, really fast, back and forth, and I'm like... Okay. This guy has, like, like really wide eyes, and and um, he stares a lot, mm-hmm. and walks, he saunters. It's a very sauntery walk. Do you think he's the, the what's the, the, the long man, Slenderman? No. Oh. He's not tall. He not to be tall. What's, No. Anyways. Anyways. So I was walking down the street to go get the girls, and he was, like, on the driveway, and I was like, shit, I just crossed the street. I can't cross back over the street now. Okay. I could have, but I didn't. And so I passed by, and he was staring the whole time, and I was like, oh, hi. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, hi. And he, he said something. He, like, rattled off, like, a whole lot. And I was like, Sorry? And then he started to say it again, and I had taken my AirPod off again, uh-huh. but I had no idea what he said. Hmm. Okay. So, so I just walked Bye. away. Yeah, no, that's fine. I would have done the same thing. I just walked away. I didn't so, even say anything. Sometimes one of my friends from the gym will be saying something, and like, she's like a spot over here, and she just like, oh, and like, and like the music is playing. I'm like, I have no idea what you just fucking said. Like, at least, like, I talk loud because I think I'm also kind of deaf a little bit, and so like... I just don't know that I process words anymore. That too, people. yeah. But if you're talking, if there's shit going on, this, this is a sensory thing, okay? <laughs> there's too much happening. If you don't, like, speak your mind, I'm not going to be listening to you. I don't know. I feel like if I need to listen to somebody, I need, I mean, we need eye contact. Uh-huh. It needs to be relatively quiet. Uh-huh. And we both need to speak at a loud pace. Yeah. That's why we work so well on this podcast. Because we're screaming. We're screaming at each other. Hey, and we're across you. the table. <laughs> That's accurate, yeah. That's why we work so well. I want to have no other conversations but those kind. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Are you ready to talk about... Oh, you about... want to talk about scary things? Yeah. <laughs> How crazy. That would be a great... We should... Yeah, maybe. Let's, you want to. Let's do let's it. Let's do it? Okay, okay. Okay. You want me to go first again? No. Okay. I'm not. I'm not ready. Okay. Oh, so I should probably go my first. notes. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't finish them until I until we're already here. Everything's set you up. are. You live here. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't finish them until you're already here, because you live here. Unless you do them elsewhere. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna talk about Dorothea Puente. You've talked about her before. No, I have not. Then I have. Well, I'm going to talk about her again. The retirement home killer? No. She taking people's uh, social securities. Oh, yeah. Did you already do her? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to do it again. Because <laughs> I got nothing else. So, 
are we? Okay. Anyway, so she was born Dorothy Helen Gray in January of 1929. Uh, she got a rough childhood. She got a rough upbringing. She, uh, like most of her serial killers, you know, they're like, oh, he wasn't loved. Um, but she wasn't. I saw a TikTok the other day that someone sent me that was like, so <laughs> watching a serial killer documentary on Netflix, didn't have many friends, liked social isolation, drank too much, blah, blah, blah. And like this guy's like, uh, starts looking around like, oh no. <laughs> am, am I accidentally <laughs> about to murder someone? <laughs> am I the serial killer? Am Is I it the me? Dra- <laughs> am I the drama? Yeah, precisely. Um, so both of her parents are alcoholics. Dad would threaten to, uh, to kill himself in front of the kids. Uh, like, he would threaten to kill himself in front of the kids. Like, not just threaten. Like, I'm threatening to then kill myself in front of the kids. Oh. Yeah, not like threatening to kill himself. Hey, kids. Like, hey, kids, I'm going to kill myself. It was like... Uh, I will I, go find all the children, gather them in a room, and, and then, then kill do myself. It. Exactly, yeah. Let, uh, just the, the the those word strings. I had to figure that out. Um, his dad, her dad, died of tuberculosis in 1937, so she was eight. Uh, and then her mom lost custody of the children in 1938, uh, uh, and then died in a motorcycle accident that same year. Before what? Dorothy was Dorothea, Dorothy. They had motorcycles. Um, yes, so. they had cars and shit like that. Not everywhere. Yes, they did. Okay. So this all happened before Dorothy was 10. Um, she then went to live in an orphanage, and she was sexually abused there. Uh, she married a veteran at the age of 45, who had just come back from the war. Oh, the veteran was 45. No, 1945. Okay. No, in 1945. I was like, you skipped a whole lot. No, in... (laughs) Fast forward. (laughs) Anyway, she was 10, now she's 45. Now she's 45, suddenly things just went to shit. (laughs) Nothing happened in those years. No, she was 16 when she got married. Sounds like the Republicans in Tennessee. <laughs> Don't say gay in front of my child, bride. <laughs> Don't you dare teach her about sexuality at the age of twelve. She's married to me. Um, she they had she had two daughters with him. Uh, one at the age like when she was at the age of seventeen, the other at the age of nineteen. What is she a child bride? That's a, a kind of a joke from uh, Park City where she's like. I'm barely 29. What am I, a child bride? Like, because they're trying to get her to get married. Love it. Um, I still feel like that. I'm like, I'm 29. Don't tell him to get married. <laughs> what am I, a child bride? Which I can't really make that joke much more in this country anymore, so. I was married as a child bride. Because you were 29. 29. <laughs> what am I, a child bride? <laughs> um, also, I was talking to my friends about uh, the, the, the podcast and, like, what I was researching today. And uh, one of the girls goes... How do you make these things funny? And I'm like, because we're just fucking stupid. Well, because we take serious um, topics that people shouldn't joke about. And then we, and we, then, we do something crazy. And then we and joke, we joke about, about them. How crazy of us to then change something spooky to make it spoopy. <gasps> in the lane, in Is the that names? where the name came from? The name came from Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah. Talking about trauma. Trauma. Because we were talking about spooky, but we said spoopy no it came from the meme from like 2015 where spirit halloween spelled spoopy wrong and creppy it was probably like 2011 sure it's it's a way back it's a yeah, way back you gotta get in the way back well see it just resurfaced a lot still does every year come fall it'll also, come back I was and wearing christian the, girl autumn will come I, back oh, i went to witches hats again they're here in texas they made it where you know what i'm talking about no 
those like really big flat brim hats that girls wear nowadays. Oh yeah, it's like a fashion thing. The I mean Christian girl the, the autumn witches hats from American Horror Story. Yes, yeah, but that was I saw I only recently started seeing it whenever I went to Denver last year, and I saw them everywhere. It was also ninety degrees outside. I'm like, why do you need a hat? What you, it's not fall. I'm going to bring back, like, pilgrim hats. Oh. Straight up pilgrim hats. Like with a belt on it? Yeah. A belt, hat with a belt? <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Everything has a belt. Everything needs a belt. Cuff, Your shoes? Cufflinks? Belt. belt. Not cuff? Necklace? Belt. belt. Gays already kind of do it. That, that's, okay. walking, that's walking a weird line. <laughs> harness? Belt. Belt. <laughs> Put a belt on the harness. <laughs> yeah. Drape them from the sides. Now it's a dress. Belt. Everything's belts. <laughs> <laughs> you just hook your shorts up to belts. That's suspenders. Yeah. Belts. <laughs> no, I'm going to get a harness and then hook belts all the way down. And then I'll be like a, a weird leather flapper. And, and instead of a feather in the hair, it'll be... what? what another goes belt. with leather. Another belt. No, you don't. Ooh, yeah, like curled. Yeah, a curled belt. <laughs> Rolled up. Uh-huh. And just... And then sprayed oh with da-na, something. Da-na, da-na, yeah. Da-na, 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 <laughs> beep, beep, okay. Beep, beep, beep. I'm I'm liking this fashion trend. It's on. I mm, I just mm, don't know about the mm. shoes. I'll think about it. Someone contact Anna Wintour. Anyways, it's, so it's, it's spring still. Okay, we wait until winter. Well, then it's. I don't. I think it's more of a summer outfit. Leather's mm. kind of hot. Maybe but it's, it's also Houston outfit. and global warming. So oh good, it's, it'll be warm everywhere soon. Thank God. It's, we'll have beaches in uh, Oklahoma soon. So oh yeah, we're gonna move to Alberta for oceanfront. There property. you go. Yes, how beautiful. Glacier's gone. We need them. No, it's an ocean now. That's what I'm saying. Glacial ocean. Glacial glotion. No, <laughs> that's that's nothing. Oh. <laughs> Do you um, think that the, the glaciers are made out of Gatorade? Because that flavor is glacial blue. Mm. I wonder what glaciers taste like. I should probably find Gatorade. out before 2050 when they're all melted. I need to go lick one. I can contribute to global warming by licking a glacier. You you could? I could. Or you could go up there and refreeze them with your icy personality. Oh, I'm just an ice queen. Ooh, I'm just... <laughs> Terrible. Okay, keep telling. Okay, anyway, story. So uh, she had two daughters with. <laughs> uh, she sent one away to Sacramento in California, um, and then she gave the other one for adoption. Um, I assume that I don't know. I don't know. She's still married to the man, but she didn't want to keep one of the babies. Exactly. Why? Well, I I don't know, and so I I'm wondering if this man really wanted a boy, because then she got pregnant the third time, had a miscarriage, and then he left her. So I was like. You give me the rock. That's I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. Like ha, you had two children already, and you gave both of them away. Maybe they couldn't afford it. But then why keep getting her pregnant? Well, they didn't have birth illegal. control. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing one of those sheepskin condoms. Anyway, so in 1948, she was arrested <laughs> for buying stuff with forged checks, uh, and then was uh, put in jail for four months, and then three years on probation. Uh, after jail, she was like, bye Riverside, uh, which is in California. Uh, she then, in 1952, married a, uh, merchant seaman. <laughs> Tell me, it's too easy, don't do it. <laughs> in San Fran, just like the locals call it, you know. Um, she had created a fake persona. 
calling herself Taya Singola Nayarda, claiming to be I'm a, sorry, claiming to be a Muslim of Egyptian and is Israeli descent. Uh, she is a white woman, like white. She's like, look, my eyeliner's out to here. I, I I don't know what she was trying to play, but she was not doing it. Um, her husband when her husband was away at sea, guess what she would do. Uh, she'd get with the men's. She would invite men's over, and there was nothing that really explained further. Uh, and then she'd gamble away all of his money. Uh, They'd drink gin and gamble. And she... Yes. Uh, she was then arrested in 1960 for operating a brothel uh, disguised as a bookkeeping firm. <gasps> all right, sis, this is the 1960s. You're doing something. Uh, her husband then sent her away briefly in 1961 to the state mental hospital for lying, <laughs> binge drinking, uh, criminal behavior, and, you know, the works. Shit. I'm I'm there. Yeah. So while she was there, the because do- I mean back in the 1960s, you could send anyone. Oh, you need a lobotomy. <laughs> You're doing crazy shit. Binge drinking. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've had two drinks in an hour. Is that binging? Um. So while she was there, the doctors were like, "Uh, yeah, she's a pathological liar, and she's kind of unstable." Major unhinged vibes. Oh yeah, bruh. she's she's not. She did that's not. That's what they said back then. She does not pass the vibe test. No, that's that's what doctor said. That is literally the doctor's diagnosis. So after her man finally got rid of her in 1966, she used his last name to create the alias Sharon Johansson, uh, who was a good Christian lady. Also, I love that I wrote good Christina lady. <laughs> Yes, Christina. Yes, work, she Christina was like, lady. So in 1998, there will be a fabulous singer, and her name will be Christina. Christina Aguilera. Um, well, that's funny, because we'll get to that as well. Uh, she created a woman's sanctuary for boring women. Um, bordering. For boring women? Oh, God. <laughs> boring. Just call it Michael's. <laughs> No, that's Joanne's Fabric. I'm there too, Oh my bitch. gosh, whenever I go to Joanne's Fabric, for whenever I used to go for any like drag stuff, the women were all about it. Because they got no excitement going on in their lives. They're 50, 60 years old. And they see like some young man or men like, oh yeah, we need this. Oh, we're going to turn this into this fabulous blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh. And they, come and they get- go in the back. Roseanne, get off your break. The gays are here. They would get in our business. Not the one, not even the ones working. I'm talking about other people who are just walking around shopping. And they're like, oh, what are you going to do with this? Oh, and they're like moving the fabric around and like looking through our carts like. Mm. Crafty bitches they love are, crafty they, bitches. They do. And they were very into it. And they were like, and I was like, who did you vote for? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Uh, it's the joke. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It's anymore. not gonna work. I mean, because I go to one of her, like off of uh, in West U, essentially off of Westland. That's uh, the one I would go to. Yeah, and it, I'm always just like, hmm. you guys are in a city, but like how inner city? Hmm. Hmm. How do you feel about Midtown? <laughs> how do you feel about Montrose? Hmm. What yeah. about driving through the Fifth Ward? Does that rainy bell? Have you ever have you, done? Have you ever done something like that? Do you feel a certain way? Thoughts on rainbows. Mm. Mm. Private if, school. Private school. What, what if I wore high heels right now? 
lights the whole place the on fire. That's the thing that breaks the stone. And they're broken. Um, so she, as the good Christian lady that she is, she decided to Anyone create... that is self-claiming... They're, that they're a good Christian good lady. Christian is not a good person. Uh, absolutely. I've met plenty of these people. Uh, she, well, not the... If I met people like this, this is a bad thing. Does it ever make you wonder? How like, many serial killers have I ever Exactly. Met? When I die... You want to know. <laughs> want to know. I, I'm like, okay, these people are apparently just, like, living among us, and, like... I mean... Yeah. It's some crazy shit. And oh, well, I'll get to it. We're getting through this still. Even if you already talked about it, I'm talking about it again. I don't care. Uh, so she created a women's sanctuary for boarding women from poverty and abuse. Uh, in 1968, she married a man named Robert Puente. After just 16 months, she left him too, saying he was abusing her. Well, left him. Uh, whenever she accused him of this, he fled to Mexico. But they continued their relationship kind of on and off throughout those years. Uh, but very tumultuous. Um this is what year now? 60s? Late 60s? Uh, we're about to be in 1975, yeah. So she kept his name until 1975, where the divorce was finally finalized, but she still kept talking to him. Uh, once finalized, she moved to Sacramento to run a boarding great house. A great city. Never great been. city. Never great been. city. I don't know. Um, she created a good name for herself in the community by giving house uh, to alcoholics, people with disabilities, and the homeless. Um the unhoused. The unhoused, yes, correct. I'm sorry. Uh, she then got them to sign up for Social Security and held Alcoholics Anonymous for the community. Uh, she changed her public image to that of a respectable older matron by putting on vintage clothing, wearing large granny glasses, and letting her hair turn gray. So now it's 75. Bitch after my gig. Oh, she absolutely is after your gig. But she's almost in her 60s at this point. She's 55, 56. Did I tell you about those Irish women I was watching and how old they looked? Celtic women? No, the Irish women about no, washing the socks. You did. And you were like, how how old are these people? And, I mean, they all look like 40s or 50s. And they were like... They looked 75. Uh-huh. And they were like... 20s and 30s. Yeah. 32. Good for her. And we had the same haircut. That's what... Uh, moisturize your face. You did have the same hair. <laughs> you can see yourself in that, too. <laughs> you got mirror there, mirror there. Hold on. Loose curls. <laughs> yeah. This is wavy. No, they're curls. Mm-hmm. You, I've listened to that episode, and you were very adamant about telling me that they are waves. But I have very loose curls. They are curled. Look, watch. It's still waves. That's a curl, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's a curl. <laughs> that is a straight That is a full curl. curl. Straight ass curl. But then if it's straight, then it's not a curl. No, that's a... <laughs> A that's a gay ass curl. That's a fucking curl. <laughs> you want curls so bad. I have them. No, you do not. Your yes, hair is long. It's waves. I'm going to get in an Herbal Essence commercial like I, they used to do. I want you to do the rolls like the ladies used to do in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. I no, I'm going to do pencils. I believe that they would sleep in that. How? I'd sleep on my side too much. I feel like they they would go... You know, coffin. Street to bed. Sometimes that does put me to sleep. Where I'm like, let me just, like, fully just... Or, like, down by my side, like, just, like, a straight br- break. I feel like log. the first the first four hours of my sleep are always, like, <laughs> this is how I'm going. That's the way it's going to be. Mm. And then, how many hours of sleep do I get? Seven? The next three are, like... <laughs> <laughs> You wake up in the morning. Exorcist. You look at the covers like, 
what the fuck happened there? Jesus. Thomas <laughs> to sells me like all the time. Uh, two nights ago, I elbowed him. That's not great. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, I got punched in the face one time in the middle, middle of the night. Um, that was fun. Uh, but no, my roommate, the second roommate in college, uh, we were stupid and would sometimes just sleep in the bed together. And she would fully just like lean up and like, you know, I'm a light sleeper. So she'd lean up and I'm like, and because she's taking all the blankets with her essentially. And she's like, fold over like <laughs> laying on her because she was flexible and just like laying on her knees, like folded over. And so she took all the blankets with her and I'm just like. Lay it down, can, can bitch. She pull her back. Like, you little shit, come back here. Uh, yeah, that was uh, always fun. Like, what are you doing? I also do a similar thing where I feel like I hear something in the middle of the night and I shoot straight up in bed. Uh-huh. About once a week. Okay. I'm sure that's just terrifying for everyone. <laughs> Most of all, me. Yeah. Like, what did I hear? The house settled. It popped. Well, Bailey did that to me last night. Uh, I partook in uh some things on the day of yesterday you fell down the stairs yeah uh 69 <laughs> and so i'm just laying in bed and it's like and all of a sudden bailey like starts barking like bloody murder and this is also at like 9 15 9 30 like not even late uh and she like goes running the door and like she had heard someone like trying to to get in and i had heard a sound that like, sounded similar to like someone trying to put a key in my door and i was like what the fuck and so, of course, I go and, like, look, nothing there. But I was like, what the fuck was that? But it was still terrifying, because especially because she was still like, let me outside, let me outside. And, like, she was so certain something was out there. I'm like, is that a ghost? Or is that just really <laughs> Real stuff for the... the... The gummies. This is, this yeah, is the, the international yes. sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it's legal. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, yeah, she got some signs in public, and she's granny turned gray. That's uh, what it sounded like when that man talked to me earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh! That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, so she established herself also in the community um, of Sacramento's Hispanic community by raising charities and fundraisers and scholarships because she had a last name Puente. She had <laughs> Hello fellow Hispanic. Hello I am also I am Hispanic. also Hispanic. Exactly. So that reminded me of Christina Aguilera because like, oh you have a Hispanic name? Christina Aguilera. Okay. Um yeah exactly. So she briefly married another man, which would now be her fourth husband. What do you think Christina Aguilera's most famous song is on Google Play Music? Lady Marmalade? Nope. That's two. The number one is Say Something, I'm Giving Up On You. Hmm. I didn't think that was that popular. But also, I thought she sang that with someone else. She did. That, no, it was written by someone else. She was. accompanied someone. It was. She did. Who, who was that? It was fun. She sang it with fun. No? Say something. No, what, that wasn't fun. I don't know. Anyways... Now. So, um, yeah, she, he left her after a week. Um, a great big world. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not, he. Oh, she has a new song out? She has a new album? Entirely in Spanish? Oh, she does speak Spanish. La Yegua? Yegue? 
Guapa Mis Muchachas. With Becky G. Mm-hmm. Somos Nada. Santo. Como Yo. And La Reina. La Reina. That's my daughter's name. That is your daughter's name. She's gonna... You should play this for her. Like, hey, tell me the lyrics. <laughs> hey, what's this say? <laughs> I was thinking about that today, about how some people use their children to translate for them, because I was listening to some story of a court case. And, uh... Probably not something you wanted to translate. No, but I was like, what if I'm just going to ask Raina to translate hey, stuff to people this. for me? <laughs> he translates them. Me speaking to another person speaking English. Raina, uh-huh. tell them. Tell them. Do it. Tell them that I said, you a bitch for that. <laughs> you a bitch. You made me look like a bitch, bitch. Uh, yeah. Um... So in 1978, Gray was charged and convicted of illegally cashing 34 state and federal checks that belonged to her tenants. She was given five years probation in order to pay $4,000 in restitution. So in 1978, she's already been caught for stealing their checks, which should be a big red flag, right? But no, that leads us to the next part. In, like, keep your home open. Honestly, in 18... At 18... 1882. She went back in time. Somehow, in 1982, uh, a 53-year-old Ruth Monroe began living with Puente in her upstairs apartment, but soon died from an overdose of codeine and acetaminophen. Uh, So Puente told police that uh, she she was really depressed. Uh, Her her husband was terminally ill, so that's why she's here. Uh, So police were like, all right, she has a suicide. Um, a few weeks later, police came back after Malcolm McKenzie, a 47-year-old uh, pensioner, a one of four elderly people Puente was accused of drugging. 47-year-old pensioner? 74, sorry. Oh. Was Did I read it backwards? Like, the fuck? That was my bad. It was 74. Um, accused Puente of drugging and stealing from him. Uh, so you got another person who's like, Some, something's happening here. Uh, so on August 18th of 1982, Puente was convicted of three theft charges and sentenced to five years in prison. While she was there, she started corresponding with a man named Everson Gilmuth, uh, a seven, 77-year-old retiree from Oregon. They began a pen pal relationship while she was in jail. Uh, and when she was released in 1985, after serving three years of her five-year sentence, she met uh, he met her outside the prison driving a red 1980 Ford pickup. Uh, this is apparently important, so take note on that. Their relationship re- relationship developed quickly after that, and the couple was soon to be wed. Oh. Oh, they were making wedding plans. So in November of 1985, Puente then hired a man named Ismael um, Flores. Ishmael. There's no at H. It's still Ishmael. Is no. It is. Have you ever heard of anyone named Ismael? Yeah. Where? Right here. No, bitch. Ismail. Ishmael. There's no age. <laughs> Do you ever get tired of doing this podcast with me? <laughs> All the time. I spent an entire afternoon arguing with children about a project, and yeah. I don't need to argue with you. Okay, so Ismail Flores <laughs> was to install some wood paneling in her apartment... Dear his, Lord, please give me strength in this time. You can ask Ismail. Wasn't he a, a person in the Bible? I really wish in the battle would smite him <laughs> so bad. Right now. What if lightning just like barreled through right here and just struck me? I would say thank you, God, thank for you listening. God. You'd also probably be dead too, but that's fine. Oh no, no, no. 
No. I have the Lord. The I walk with Jesus. The Lord. Anyway, I still have to read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get on that. <laughs> I should get on that. <laughs> Just Because I feel like you're not supposed to, like, do audiobook. <laughs> you're also supposed to, like, binge it. But they got stories in there. Do they do an audiobook of the Bible? Yeah. Oh. It's free, too. Mm. You ain't going to pay for nothing. I don't want to do it. I got a, a letter, or I didn't get it. Thomas got it, and I opened it because because <laughs> you love opening people's well, mail said, or current resident. Oh, and I was like, that's yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> well, I live here too. <laughs> uh, but it was a Jehovah's Witness letter because oh, it was yeah. a handwritten letter with a stamp. I was like, who the fuck Ooh, is this? Yeah, okay. And it was a Jehovah's Witness that was like, did you know the truth? <laughs> what? Tell me. And there's this this really nice flyer that's like, if you want to know more about how. Here are two reasons why God and Jesus exist. And it was like, you, God and Jesus exist because of passages from the Bible. I was like, that's not how, that's that not, you can't that's do not that. How you prove that. Yeah, like, I see the billboards like, God is here, call us. And it's like, hello, I want to speak to God. I'd like to know God, thank you. Where, can you connect me to God, please? No, well, you don't. You can't, he's not here right now. Okay, then Well, no, I only want to call, I, you said he was here. Yeah, on you that said billboard. God is here. I saw the billboard, call me back. Let me leave a voicemail, just like. You need to have a light on there that mm -hmm. flashes when mm -hmm. he's in and mm -hmm. when he's out. Exactly, like let us know so I can make sure that God is talking to me because that's all I want to talk about. Talk to, yeah. And then I'll get on the phone and I'll be like, hello. In your low, hey, low so Josh how many Turner serial voice? killers <laughs> did I did I inadvertently meet and just shyly avoid? How many serial killers do I know actively? I don't trust any of these bitches anymore. You'd be like everybody. <gasps> Thanks, um, girl. I'll I'll call you back. Hmm, hmm, hmm. And then I walk around like this. You just like in the grocery store, like getting an orange. And you just look at the lady next to you, and she's like, what the fuck is that man staring at? That's how I'm going to start living my life. Just like, I want people to think that uh, I am fully psychotic. Yeah, schizophrenic. So it's not psychotic. That you need help. Um, no, I want people to think that I am psycho. Yeah. Okay. Not schizophrenic. You already are. Psycho. Don't copy me. Um, I'm just... Anyway, so for his labor, uh, she gave me $800 um, and then also was like, hey, you want this red Ford pickup that I got? Because my boyfriend is in Los Angeles. He doesn't need it no more. He have it. Take it. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Take so it. she's like, okay, well, if you're going to take this, uh, you should also go ahead and build this six foot by three foot by two foot box because I need to store a lot of books and other items in it. Six foot, six foot by three put, foot by what foot? Two feet. So two feet deep. Mm. Six feet long. That's a coffin. Three feet wide, two feet deep. That's a, that's a coffin. But she was doing it for books and other items. What? How many books you have? Uh, how many books you want? <laughs> she then asked Flores to transport the filled sealed box to a storage depot. He was like, all right. And she was like, I'll go with you. I can take it. And then while they were on their way, she was like, hold on, hold on, stop. Wait, 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 Let me wait, stop wait. at this random highway and dump this box of junk on the riverbank 
And because apparently this is a place where people are like, I don't need this junk. Let me just dump it here. This is just like a known well, household the, dumping the site. The 90s, people be, did be doing that. They apparently did be doing that. So they're just like, oh, my, I'm just dumping the it. mattresses on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's even places here in Houston that look like that Yeah, still. I know. Yeah. I was driving in the Woodland Heights. I saw them on the side of the road. Yes. I was like, this is a nice neighborhood. Well, what are you doing? Well, it's probably also heavy trash pickup day coming around. No. Oh, okay. Um, so on January 1st of 1986, a fisherman spotted a suspicious-looking coffin box uh, near the river and called police. Investigators opened the box, and they found a badly decomposed and unidentifiable body of an elderly man inside. Uh, Puente continued to collect Gilmus' uh, pension and wrote letters to his family explaining that he's just very ill, so he can't contact you, but I'm doing it for you. Uh, but she was, like, taking his money. Uh, she continued to maintain a boarding house, keeping taking in 40 new tenants, and Gilmoose's body remained unidentified for three years. So Puente continued to accept elderly boarders and was popular with uh, local social workers because she accepted referrals on the tough cases, including drug addicts and abusive tenants. Uh, she collected tenants' monthly mail before they saw it and then paid them stipends, pocketing the rest for expenses. So she was charging them. But, like, not actually charging them. But Taking it out of their social security. Exactly, yeah. Um, they hit your car again. I know, probably. So, during this period, parole agents visited Puente at least 15 times, although she had been ordered to keep away from elderly and refrain, refrain from handling government checks, and there was no violations ever noted. So, like... They had been told that she was still taking their money, and they were like, no, you're okay. But this is also after she had already been put in jail for five years for this. Uh, yeah, that's wild to me. And they were like, please don't do anything that you're literally doing right now. But that's okay. All right. Uh, so suspicion was first aroused when neighbors noticed the odd activities of a homeless alcoholic known as Chief, whom Puente stated that she had adopted and hired as her handyman. Um, Puente had Chief dig up a dig in the basement and cart soil and rubbish away in a wheelbarrow. Uh, I say rubbish because it was a bunch of shit because at the time the basement floor was concrete. So that means he was fully like pickaxing the floor and taking up fucking concrete in a wheelbarrow with all this dirt. As one does apparently. Uh, also mind you, this woman is almost 70. No, um, yeah, almost 70. She's like talking to the old, listen... You're an invalid. You're pretty old. Yeah. Let me get your social security. No. I'll take it from you. I'll take care of things for you. I'm 64 years old. Yeah, Yeah, give it to me. You're infirm. But she's the one who's the old lady here. I I don't know. So Chief later dismantled a garage in the backyard and installed a fresh concrete slab there as well. And soon after, he disappeared. What? So on November 11th of 1988, police inquired after the disappearance of a tenant named Alvaro Bert Montoya, uh, a developmentally disabled man with schizophrenia who had been reported missing by his social worker. After noticing disturbed soil on the property, they uncovered the body of uh, another tenant named Leona Car- uh, Carpenter, age 78. They then found seven bodies um, that were just buried on the property. So Quinte was charged with a total of nine murders. Quinte's boyfriend, Everson Gilmuth, age 77. Eight tenants who lived at the boarding house, house Ruth Monroe, age 61. Leona Carpenter, age 78. Uh, Alvaro Burt Gonzalez Montoya, age 51. Dorothy Miller, age 64. Benjamin Fink, age 55. James Gallup, age 62. Vera Faye Martin, age 64. And Betty Palmer, age 78. 
According to the investigators, most of her victims had been drugged until they were overdosed. Uh, she then wrapped them in bed sheets and plastic lining before dragging them to open pits in the backyard for burial. But if no one else knew about this, she's a 70-year-old woman doing this. How fucking insane is that? She's like dragging these bodies that are heavier than her, probably. Just taking these things. like, And then I assume she's also burying them because no one knew this was happening. Unless no one told anyone. But people were coming in and out. There's multiple people living at the property. I, I have no idea. So during the initial investigation, Puente was not immediately a suspect. What? She has a criminal record as long as my freaking receipt from CVS. Like, but she's a little old lady. She's a little old lady. Uh, she was apparently just allowed to leave the property while they're walking around with nine dead bodies in the house. Uh, and so she left to go get a cup of coffee at a nearby hotel. Instead of buying the coffee, no, after getting the coffee, she got the coffee and then left to Los Angeles. <laughs> she's like, okay, well. Time to go. Exactly. So then she befriended an elderly man uh, who she met at a bar. Oh. Oh. Hey, you, Google. You turned turn the lights off. Hey, Google. Bitch. Hey, Google. Turn, turn the lights, lights. off. <laughs> oh, turn off the lights. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so, unbeknownst to her. No, Google, shut up. Um... The uh, person who she was talking to was like, I saw you on the TV. She, they're from California. I don't know what California accents are like. I saw you on the TV. And it got worse. <laughs> Have you I ever was, met another I was, person? I was trying to do, no. I was trying to do a valley girl. Hi. I saw you on the TV. I saw you on the TV. Okay, that's that's better. better. That is better. Um, And so he's like, mm. I'm gonna do something about this. I'm not gonna mind my business. I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna call the police. So he called the law enforcement. <laughs> okay, hold on. I can write that down. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure everyone could hear me typing. Um, so, yes. So law enforcement was like, all right. And she's arrested. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So they, they easily were like, okay, we're coming to get you. Uh, so she, uh, don't make friends with people at bars. You don't need friends. They disappoint you. That's what? It. I've never done. I don't need friends to disappoint me. They check mark. <laughs> Hold on for a second. So, so grant granting. Oh, so um, the her lawyers were like, oh yeah, we need to we need to transfer this trial. So they transferred to Monterey County, uh, and the trial began in October of 1992, and ended a year later. Prosecutors called over 130 witnesses, and uh, the prosecutor argued. Uh, to the jury that Puente had been using sleeping pills to put her tenants to sleep and then suffocating them and hired convicts to dig the holes in her yard. So maybe that's... And they were like, oh, this old lady's killing people. And they're like, hey, you're just... Hey, you're in jail. I don't care. You're saying, You know? But even then, I feel like that's a, like a... That's a solid lead. Anyways, so the jury deliberated for over a month. Could you imagine me on that jury and like, you had to be out of work and away from everyone for fucking... I read a book about it. It sounded hellish. It sounds terrible. Because all you can do is eat, sleep, and breathe this trial, and you, you're locked in your fucking room. You don't know anyone's name? Uh-uh. 
Uh-uh. You're not allowed to? Uh-uh. It's, it sounds like a form of torture, honestly. I never have to go to jury duty. Oh, because you're Canadian. I have never been invited, summoned for jury duty. In well, they dirty. know that you're. I, I feel disgusting. like it's because they don't know where I live. No, they're like, he smells too bad to be in a room like, of people. I have an address. Like, my address and my license is still my parents' home because I haven't lived in a place long enough for me to change my address. And I don't know that I can do that every time I move, but I don't want to do those too much. Um, and then, like, I guess I like. Just with IRS, I have filed a new place every year since 2017. No, 2018. You didn't file taxes for the past two years, three years, no, four years. Been all, they're, they're 2018. All, was, I'm saying they're all. They've all been in different places. 2018 mm-hmm. was four years ago. Yes. So every That's year crazy. since then, I've moved. 2022 uh-huh. is ten years after 2012. Yeah. What? What is? You mean like when the in the world was the same? Time passes. I'm Hug glad you're the making these realizations. I don't know. Okay, no, I don't want to do that. So, uh, <laughs> continuing on away from that weirdness, I am. Uh, so the jury deliberated for a month. Deliberated, deliberated for a month, and eventually found Quinta guilty of three murders. Just three. Uh, the jury was deadlocked uh, 11 to 1 for conviction on all counts, and the one lone holdout finally agreed to conviction on two uh, of two of the first-degree murder counts, uh, including special circumstances, and one second-degree murder count. So there was one person, everyone else was like, she fucking killed everyone. And this other person's like, well, well. She's just a well, sweet little low baby. She only maybe killed two and a half. She's just a sweet little murdering grandma. She's just a grandma. So she was convicted of the three murders, although the jury could not agree on the other six. After several days of deliberation, the jury was deadlocked seven to five uh, for the other murders, I guess. Uh, So I guess that one holdout ended up convincing everyone else. Uh, And so the judge declared a mistrial when the jury said further deliberation. when the jury said further deliberations could not change their mind. So under the law, Puente received life without the uh, possibility of parole. For the rest of her life, she maintained her innocence, insisting that all of her boarders had died of natural causes. So she, Bitch, she was like, I'm, I'm right. But she was a pathological liar. So she believed her own lies. So if, you, if she's believing her own lies, she's not changing that. There's literally no way. It's like, oh, I didn't do that. I just gave them their medicine they needed to, quote unquote, and killed them all. Yeah. So she died in prison on March 27th of 2011 uh, from natural causes because she was 82 years old. Uh, she has been featured on ghost. I mean, she's been featured on all sorts of different things, but she was featured on Ghost Adventures because apparently she maybe resided on the property, and there was apparently other people who also resided on the property. Um, and then also in a new Netflix show called Worst Roommate Ever. She's the first episode. Well, I mean, that's a pretty bad roommate. That is a pretty bad roommate to have. She's killing people. So uh, it makes me want to go and watch this uh, Netflix show. Do not recommend that roommate. Do not. Mm, I'm saying. Anyways. Um, so that is, uh, that is, that is, uh... Something we've already talked about. Dorothy Thank you Puente. for doing so that. If you've already Thank talked you. about it, then you've already talked about it. But if mm. you haven't... I would just like to thank you so much for doing that because we've already done it. So everyone's time has been wasted. Well, I'd like to thank the Academy. 
We're not Slap. part of the sack. Uh, oh, too soon. It's too soon. The drama. So many other things are important in our world. Ukraine. Yeah. Beyonce. No. Did you just say Beyonce's not important in this world? Rihanna. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it. Rihanna, because she's pregnant and everyone's obsessed with it. Are Rihanna? Her too. What's that song with Nicki Minaj and Rihanna? It's not Rihanna. But it's Ariana. And every time Nicki Minaj says Ariana, I thought I oh, always thought side she was to side. Said, it's Rihanna or something like that. I was like, Ariana. Uh, Rihanna. It's Rihanna. Yes. <laughs> Rihanna's in this song. She better tell me that she's like the only girl in the world. I want her to get an umbrella and stand under that bitch. Mm-hmm. In Serbia. I thought you said into Serbia. In, I was like, in, why has she taken an umbrella to Serbia? Oh, in into Serbia. No, in Disturbia. Into Serbia. <laughs> into Serbia. That is a new country next to Serbia. Serbia? Yeah, no, it's inside of it. It's like uh, Serbia? It's like Serbia. And then there's it's like the light version like Stevia. Mm-hmm. It's like it's locale. <laughs> I love everything about that. Mhm. <clears throat> okay. I'll just pause it because I know you're going to leave anyway. <laughs> I'm sure you remember. Yeah, I did this. This is how one opens a wine. Yeah. Well, also, that was a, uh, another thing that I. Oh, yeah. Ready? Oh, we popped the same time. Mmm. Mmm. Crisp. Very bubbly. Passion fruit is your favorite now? I don't want to say favorite. I think it's still cherry. Ew. Watermelon. Then I think it's passion fruit. <laughs> and then lemon. They're very close. I do love a good lemon. Except the only flavor that I do, the only problem that I have with this flavor is, and this is probably TMI, but every once in a while I like will burp a little bit like after I'm done, and that's the only flavor I taste is the passion fruit. I'm like, oh. and then of course it's you know it's passion fruit next to club soda, like not in it, like next to it, and so it's like oh. passion fruit scented candle. Yeah. From miles away. Yeah. Down the street. <laughs> Down the street. Down the street, exactly. Do you ever do that, like, when you're going for a run or, like, a walk or something like that? And, like, someone, you see someone, like, many blocks away, but then, like, you, well, not even that, like, a block away, and you smell their, like, cologne or perfume, like, ooh, you are wearing too much if you are lingering for that long. <laughs> I have been involved in that interaction, but I am not the person that's walking. And the smell. Same thing happens with the CK gym. everyone. Is that Calvin Klein? Yeah. Oh, I wear Versace. Because I'm dripping in money, darling. My cologne is non-binary. It's CK everyone. Actually, I think mine is a women's. Or... <laughs> I wear Versace Bright Crystal. 
No, I, 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 think... I wear, I wear Nicki Minaj Pink Friday. Oh, because you, you know how they advertise like all sorts of the the colognes are like, look, this is this is a, a Versace black for like a Zaro exactly like all this super shit. And then this one was like, oh, it's it's blue water. <laughs> Dab it off, cool water. I think it, I think it's literally advertised for like. Them gay boys, <laughs> like, hey queen, can we? But mine smells so good. Mm, I just love it. Anyways, hey queen, pop off for sis, hunty. <laughs> yes, bitch, work, hunty. <laughs> do do it, shit, bitch. You are the one. You you are the one. Keep slaying, yes, God. Wig, wig. <laughs> and then the commercial is just water splashing. That's also another one of my favorite Katie. I guess the internet's also reading Katy Perry for some reason. Um, wig? Oh my god, I know, right? Wig. wig. And she goes, what is that? And it's like, oh, just like. It's, I, for, it's not it's, for you. It's just, it's just goes, for oh, us. Okay, I like that. Wig. No. What? No, stop that. Also, her. Uh, apparently, she was on the Kids' Choice Awards like back in 2014, a long time ago. Uh, and she was like, I just wanted everyone to know. I'm a Christian girl, and no, she we got, all hate gay people. She got slimed by whatever they do on the Nickelodeon thing, and it fucking shot her, like, hard in the fucking face. Like, it went all the way into the back of her throat, Well, it she went vomited. up her nose, like, it looked like it went up her nose like that, so she got some green slime up her nose. And I, Some say. Some say. Some people on say. On a warm winter day. You can still you can hear. You can still hear her saying. <laughs> It's true. <coughs> what? <coughs> I can't even make that an episode title. How do you do that? It's... <coughs> Lots of K's, I think. Wow. Anyways. Are you ready to jump on to the conspiracy theory iceberg? Yeah, I think if, if we should probably take this to Ooh, yeah. get into that. We're pretty low down on the iceberg now. We're down uh, down at the bottom of the iceberg, right? Just like a Well, we're at the point at which <clears throat> the final understanding is so close, you can almost feel it. At last, you've ascended. I want it to sound like a makeup commercial. Leaving behind all the conspiracies, all the mysteries, all the unknown and unknown. Finally, you can see past the iceberg. <laughs> buy our product now <laughs> lash blast for women you got it you can work at hunties yes god slay um yeah that doesn't make me feel any better about the idea of this iceberg i know that we made it to now the i would like to say final tier it's not the final tier um but we are so deep in the water this is the this is the tip of the bottom yes and we have tier gotten, zero is the, the water the, beneath yeah so we're at the, the base of the iceberg. Yeah. I will not say. It has not been... Uh, it's been an easy journey. It has not been an easy journey. What are you talking about? You know, surprisingly, some of these things on here, while some are very far-fetched, some are still believable, mm-hmm. and then some of them are just like, what are you talking about? I made a really funny joke, speaking of this conspiracy theories, it's related, um, because... Uh, my friend Cody, he was like, he just randomly texted me that day. Cause did I, I feel like I've told you this story. You're telling point. me that he had said something about one no. of the topics. No, 
Um, he and I went to um, a pool in College Station when we were still in college. And this guy randomly came up to us. And it was the middle of the day. Like, one in the afternoon. And Cody and I were just having a good time. Just, like, drinking, talking in the pool. And this guy comes up and he's like, hey, guys. We're like, oh, hey. And he's he like, kind of went back to talking. And then, like, we just started talking to him. And Cody is, is the kind of person that, like, will never shy away from, like, an interesting person. No matter how weird they are. He's still, he's still like, tell me more about that. Like, like not as in a, in a therapist way. He's like, oh, yeah, that's crazy, right? And, like, he's always, like, the questions are always leading. So he's great conversationalist. But with weird situations. And I was fully sitting there like, I hate this. It made me feel weird. So he started talking about that this was my fl- first flat earther I ever learned from. And like Cody literally was like, well, what about the moon? The moon was apparently just a hologram to him. And like it, it literally like... The he, moon's hollow and he, it's an ice being. There's that too. But he he his belief was that it was a hologram. That like people were project... It was a project... Like a projection. Like he, he's like... He, he even cited like... The, you know you see those... those those uh The, the searchlight... Not even searchlights. The... um. Just like the big spotlights, uh, and he's like, you can see them even when it, the 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 sky is clear. So why can't we project a moon? Why can't they project a moon? He like he fully was like dead serious. He was also high off his ass, uh, but he was telling us about that. And he like fully like pulled up a chair, was like talking to us. And I'm like Cody, I wanted to have a good, <laughs> good day. I wanted to have a relaxing exactly. evening. Exactly. So the 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 whole point of this joke, the setup of this, was that uh, Cody was like, I wonder what happened to him, and I just said he probably fell off the side of the earth. And then Cody was like, shut the fuck up. No, he went to January 6th. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. He's a capitalist riot. Anyways, so that was that was my little bit of joke. The Despair Code. Okay. So the Despair Code is like a sort of an anti-life equation. Um, we've talked about sleeper agents in like MK Ultra before. Um, and so the Despair Code is apparently a line of code that if you... Uh, read off to people um, they will uh, either want to immediately kill themselves or will become the sleeper agent that will do whatever you want them to do. Um, but this is the idea that everyone knows this code. Everyone and is, either knows this code. They will die or they will they will kill themselves or they will be warriors or whatever. Uh, ex- extreme bouts of depression in people um, or they will kill themselves or they could become you know secret agents hmm. um, and it's like a massive weapon that is if somebody ever figures it out uh, it could be wielded to destroy entire populations and people out of existence and um, according to people on the internet, the code is three two two three four one two. So, no. <laughs> so if anyone is feeling despaired now, we've just announced. It. I'm trying to bring it about. We just send it out to all one of our listeners, <laughs> and as if no one has ever said three two two three four one two, like it's not yeah. that uncommon. Someone could have been doing a math equation. Oh shit. <laughs> I just set a bunch of people off. Basically. <laughs> um, so it does go a little deeper saying that some it, it could not... Sometimes it could be images instead, like a string of images to, to get people to respond to this despair code. Um, but 
then it, it goes into this whole thing of like, we're in a coma and the despair code is actually the cheat code to get out of the coma. Well, that sounds like your weird thing of people like looping or whatever that they just ended up in a different. Oh like, yeah. The, glitching the, the, out the of glitching, reality. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this is this is saying it's more of like a Matrix style thing, yeah. Where it's like, oh, we live in the Matrix, and if you type in the code, then you wake up in the bubble or whatever. And um, I think it's silly. That I mean, that's crazy. Yes. Uh, Big Soy. You've already talked about. So this. we've talked about Soy a lot, but yeah. Big Soy is a culmination of all of those theories, <sighs> saying that the Soy is there to to make men less masculine mm-hmm. um did you see the thing on the on the tweeters about tucker carlson making that thing about men becoming less manly and essentially you tan your balls yeah they got a thing that's like a tesla charger and you tan your balls to make yourself more masculine I don't want anything that, to do with it. That does not. George Takai said it was the gayest thing he's ever seen. I, I correct because if you're tanning your balls, that is a, a, an aesthetic thing. First of all, second of all, you are literally sending radiation into the most sensitive part of your body and your baby makers. So that's where your sperm comes from. So if you're trying to neuter yourself, go for it. You're doing a good job. Ba- and if baby. Tucker Carlson is telling us to do it, telling them to do it. Uh, they are, uh... Can you give me your best Tucker Carlson listening to a person he's interviewing face? Yeah, that's good. It's like... He looks like a frog. Like, like, he, he's... It's almost like... Cause he's in pain I will not like I will see a couple clips, and because I have Fox News blocked, but, like, you know, people on Twitter are always like, look at this funny clip. And, like, I will scroll through those things. He always looks like he is so, like... Uh, like a filled appalled. with rage, appalled and, and filled with rage and constipated. That's a valid point as well. Of whoever's talking, and I'm like, doesn't he like that person? And sure enough, and they're I lo- saying things that he likes. Exactly. I sure enough, I click on the the clip, and he's like, so don't you think the radical left is saying that gay is a good thing? And the person's like, absolutely. The radical left is saying that gay is a good thing, and the person he's still like. disgusting yeah. no he's disgusting um yeah so big soy um weaponized femboys population control being lazy and it's all just saying there's a big cabal a cabal of um people that work in soy that is like <laughs> it's I all can't. going exactly to plan kill them all okay um I mean, that's still related to basically everything else. They're trying to big yeah. soy. manipulate power, world powers in order to make the population more laid back and controls them and whatever. Um, Dr. Emoto's water experiments. Oh. that related to, like, uh, water torture? No. Oh. Uh, so there's a man named Masaru Emoto who was very interested in water and vibrational interaction. So he came up with these... Uh, theories that um, vibrations in the air and the earth could be used to heal certain individuals and ailments. Um, and he got a, a very special interest in like ice um, and the way that the ice crystals would form with frozen water. Uh, so during vibrations, while these vibrations are going on, he wanted to freeze water at the same time to see what kind of effects the the vibrations would have on the way the water freezes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. 
according to him, different waters held different personality characteristics. Um, essentially, water that came from mountains and springs froze much differently compared to those of cities or drainages. Um, but according to him, waters that were exposed to pleasing vibrations as well as not pleasing vibrations show different patterns. And um, what it meant is that, so he would like take water, set it on glass to show this pleasant image, imagery and nice music, and then he would take another one and show it harsh, harsh imagery, and he'd scream at it and be very mean to the water. Let me slap that water. You bitch. You're... Well, it's trying to freeze so he doesn't touch it. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> you look ugly. <laughs> and so then he froze the water and displayed them. <laughs> uh, and they had different um, patterns in their, their freezing. Um, and, you know, the crystallization or whatever. And so he would say, um, the water is sentient. Water is a being, and when I freeze it, it's reacting to the environment that it's freezing in. So we can we can take uh, we can take what the environment is interacting on the water to be from their crystalline uh, ice structures. Did this man get federal grants for this? Did he know. get any grants for this? Because uh, what the fuck, like. I unless you were doing ultra pure water, which is not possible, there are always going to be impurities in the water at some way, shape, or form. So every single ice cube that you freeze in your fucking fridge is going to look different because they're going to have different characteristics. But they will look similar. They will look similar. They're going to have different char- like. And I didn't treat. He's any trying of those- to say that the water is reacting to the environment. No, it's and just- the water is slightly different. Then it is. But it just depends on each of the impurities that are in the water. Unless you're doing ultra, like ultra pure water, which is expensive as fuck. Well, he's uh, not saying that at all. He, I mean, he's saying people are the same way. If you put a, a put a human in the, sh- the freezer, no, <laughs> no, a child, no, no, a child. no, no. If you put a really healthy person, a really unhealthy person, and somebody who's uh, uh, addicted to drugs. In, in the same situation and expose them to the same environment, they're all going to act somewhat the same. Like, if you put them in a <clears throat> serene mountain environment and, I mean, they're all going to have some of a, somewhat of a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, the water in this serene mountain environment, when you freeze it, it'll all freeze kind of the same. Kind of the same. Yeah. There's still differences. He's just saying that water is a person and you need to live with it. No, it's stupid. Self-burying hoses. Um, I felt like I've talked about it in our earlier tier. Um, but Hoses? Yeah. You're, so, not, you're not being super Canadian saying houses, right? No, hoses. Like hoses, a water like, hose. Okay. Um, and so it's, a, it's some folklore... That if you take a water hose and when you turn the water on, the water will sift down into the loose dirt and then the water, the pressure changes so that the hose will sort of like sink into the earth. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if... Like if you put it in mud and you like turn it on full blast... Then it's going to bury itself, It goes itself, kind yes. of buried down in itself, Because it's yeah. digging itself. It's water pressure. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> for some reason... <laughs> Uh, 
as with divination, so you know, um, what is that called? With the rods, and you're searching for water below the surface. I talked about it before. Yeah, I don't know what the word is. Um, it, it's it's supposed to be like that, so that people will um, say like the wa- the hose is searching for something, searching for water. So there's some specific stories about it. So in 1955, several people um, around the U.S. reported after turning on their water hoses, the water hose would shoot nozzle first, ground up to tw- uh, into the ground up to 20 feet, and they couldn't get it back out again. And this is they very, got some loose ass soil. What are they talking about? This is very different from self burying hoses. Um, I'm familiar with other legends that are like finding a way to. <laughs> I mean, finding a way to Agartha. Are yeah. we coming back to Agartha again? I don't know. I don't know. But people are saying that their hoses dig into the ground. All right. Cigarettes, extreme health benefits. <laughs> oh no. Says that there are extreme health benefits to cigarettes that certain agencies don't do not want the public to know about. This is big tobacco. Be like, oh, hold on. <laughs> if you smoke, you'll be Superman. You'll become a great human being. <laughs> uh, yeah, tobacco is a natural plant that has nas- natural substances in it that can help the human condition. Um, and it's known that they cause a bit of damage to the lungs, throat, and things similar. But Burning the, anything is going to damage your throat. Uh, this, the theory says that tobacco has outstanding effects on things like schizophrenia and immune disorders. And basically that big pharma is like, ah, they're not going to feel sick if they get better like that. We need to get them to stop smoking so we can give them schizophrenia me- uh, medicine. Oh, Lord. No. It, it, that, it's just people getting high on nicotine. Or addicted nicotine. And saying, oh, the world's no. better. I don't know why I went over there. But you don't have a coaster over there. Oh, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> um, pastimes iceberg is mostly real is another... Uh, you remember that parrot one that I told you about? Like, the parrots, like... My best friend's sister's husband's ex-wife told me that a parrot, oh, was the one that broke up their marriage because oh, he yeah. came home and the parrot said, the oh, baby. The story about the parrots. Yeah, yeah, there's always a parrot somewhere. This one is supposed to be something like the same thing. He talked about it. I tried to research it. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's something to like throw you off of the iceberg. Um, secret human organs. Um, so humans have always had a lot of organs. Mm-hmm. Some of them we don't use anymore. The appendix. The appendix. The gallbladder. The gallbladder. Um, so through our evolution um, and adaptation to our environment, we've gotten rid of some of them. And uh, so we haven't like lost one for quite a while. So they're waiting for the next... Yeah. So, next adaptation for an organ? Well, people have been found with, like, extra salivary glands and, like, little jumps in adaptation, but there's nothing massive happening right yet. And so... Because we haven't hit a a obstacle that 
humans need to overcome. Well, they're saying that they we we have, mm-hmm. and it's being kept a secret from us. Oh lord! So maybe there's like an organ that we have that fights cancer, and somebody's got it. But but then that'll lead to a mass die off of people who will have cancer, and the people who have this organ or have. Um, or they're keeping them away from everyone else so they don't reproduce so they can sell cancer medication for the rest of forever. That's actually not un- unbelievable. Actually, one of the conspiracy theory that I believe in is the... Why do I... The idea that uh, cancer already has a cure or most cancers have a cure already and that there is... Uh, I mean, especially here in the United States, but I mean, honestly, everywhere, they make too much money off of not curing cancer because cancer is, is the disease that's everyone deals with at some point, whether or not it's your family member or someone you know uh, or yourself. Yep. So uh, I think the world makes too much money off of people with cancer and they like that. And that's disgusting. Mm hmm. Um, that's my conspiracy theory. I, I, and I kind of believe it. So, uh, I think I believe it too. Because there, I, I, whenever I worked in research, there was plenty of people who were like, oh yeah, there was like these published papers and like these labs that were like getting so close to clinical trials and they just like shut down. And I was like, so they had research that were showing great things and some of this lab is just gone. There's no questions. There's, we, we got nothing. And the other scientists like, no. It hasn't been figured out yet. Blah blah. I was like, okay, so that is because they keep giving you money to keep doing research and finding nothing. Like there was a cancer lab in, in that was two doors down from us, and like they had great two results. Doors down. They, they they had been doing it longer than RPI had been doing it, and they just kept on going. Like we had these great great results, and they're going nowhere. And I'm like, conspiracy, conspiracy. <clears throat> Iceberg PSYOPs is basically that this whole thing is fake and is designed to throw us off the trail of the real mysteries. The I, the entire iceberg is fake? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So there's a conspiracy theory within the conspiracy theories that's saying all this is a mess. Yeah. Oh god. Um, tops so of- it was, everything in this iceberg is fake, so that means everything is real. Only if you believe that. That, that's a fuck-up within a fuck-up. <laughs> um, tops of mountains, it's applying that, like, there's a cosmic importance to the mountaintops. Um, and, I mean, there's all kinds of things that I've talked about before, about, like, pyramids being um, monuments to aliens, and so forth and so on. And this is just saying that the tops of the mountains are very important because that's the closest that we can get to the aliens. And that's where we should call to them from. And I hiked to a mountaintop in, in Denver. Did I was you call like, any aliens? I was on the top of the mountain. I was high as fuck. But I was there. Um, I did not see any aliens. Did you I call I did them? see a thunderstorm. And I was like, this is probably not the best place to be in the middle of a thunderstorm. Yeah. Maybe not. So then me and Cody were like, hmm. We had to get down to Sidewinder from um, the Stan, Stanley Inn, Stanley Hotel. I don't know what you're talking about, but we had to, to leave. I think we went to a place called Idaho. Well, that's a state. No, it was a city. Mm-hmm. I think Stanley was- Hotel is from The Shining. Yes. Sidewinder is the closest near city. No. 
organs decalcification 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 yes bitch yes why is GNC show <laughs> anyways they sorry. think you're healthy they, apparently um, so you remember pineal gland decalcification yes I do, do you remember that yeah this is saying that the same thing is happening but with like the rest of our our gowns okay um, that seems healthy yeah and uh, it's not good for us. It's not good. Things are not looking great, y'all. Yeah. But mm, nothing really is, actually. Um, solar plexus clown gliders. Uh, I'm <laughs> supposed to tell people that it's this is an info hazard and a cognito hazard. So if you know anything about this, it immediately affects you. Are you looking? Are you asking if I'm affected by this? No, I'm asking. Do you want to hear about it? Because if you do, then it's supposedly supposed to infect you. Oh, and everyone that's listening. Let's go for it. But you, particular. Yeah. So, solar plexus clown, gl- clown gliders is supposedly a mental virus that is essentially. I mean, it's like a a, a trojan on your on your uh, computer. Um, that viewing the image or hearing about it uh, sort of opens you up to the demon who enters your body through the solar plexus, which is one of the chakras of the body. Um, and those who continuously hear the word said over and over or stare at an image like this, like this one solar plexus. Mm. I don't want to say it too many times. Mm-hmm. Um for a long amount of time, not only open their body up to it, but take uh, make the demon more powerful, with some even saying that they have seen uh, faces following it after being subjected to the demon, and it's sort of like a curse that can be passed around online in a chain. Um, it was a chain email in the 1990s, similar to the despair code. Uh, it is um, another theory that exists because we're like part of a simulation did anyone die? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, well, it's one of the things, like, oh, he view, viewed this email, and then, like, seven years later, he got in a car crash. Oh! While he was reading it, he had a stroke. Oh. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> that just sounds like like a rendering of chain emails from the 90s and I mean, 2000s. it's like, uh, what is it? Jake the Killer? That picture. Yeah. It's circled around on the internet everywhere. Like, yeah. people were talking about baking channels and people just be like, Jake the Killer. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. And then he's coming to get you afterwards. Um, skin is an alien parasite. Your skin is operating uh, powerfully, but I do not think it's a pair. Well, okay. That goes back to the idea that we are are aliens inherently. I talked about this last week. Two weeks ago. Last week? Panspermia. Endosymbiosis. Mm. Endosymbiosis. Do you know what that word means? Inside symbiosis. Endo means body. Shut up. Does it mean body? I think it means body. Well, uh, no it doesn't. It means inside. No. Um, so I I-N, not E-N. Is saying that we evolved so that this alien light form um, attached to our consciousness um, and 
our consciousness and the alien is like holding on to our consciousness so then when we die our consciousness is evacuated from the alien's body but the alien in the meantime is like we got this consciousness baby so they eat our souls they hold them they imprison our souls until we die so a alien is controlling us Mm -hmm. Mm. 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 okay anti-medicine um (laughs) Is the idea that, uh, so. So endo definitely means, like, inside of the body. What the fuck did I say, you bitch? What did you say? I said inside the body. No, you said inside. Endo is like. Yeah, and you said endo means body. Yeah, like inside. You just said inside. Inside the body. Endo is like internal. Anti-medicine. Uh, roll it back. Roll roll the tapes back. People be thinking that medicine is out there to make us worse. I do not disbelieve that entirely. Well, that's the whole theory. You're on the iceberg now. Yeah. Uh, original Earth. So <laughs> I'm a, I'm so far. I'm on tier nine. You're on tier nine. I've made it that far, y'all. Uh, original Earth. So, <clears throat> do you know what gap creationism is? No. So, there are several different theories when it comes to biblical stuff, but the earth was created in at least, what, seven days? Um, and so, some people quite literally... Six, and then he was like, I'm, yeah. I'm asleep. Well, seven. some people believe that seven days means seven 24-hour periods, and then others believe that the term day is a metaphor for maybe like a thousand years um, and explains like a sort of age of the world compared to what it would be in creationism. And so the gap creationism is that uh, every, this original earth theory and gap creationism come together to say that <coughs> the Bible happens like every so often and right now we're living in one of the middle periods so the earth is created adam and eve all the other stuff (laughs) us now you didn't get that far in the audiobook did you no not yet (laughs) um that's a good title adam and eve all the other stuff uh and then you know the rapture and revelations and the end of the world. And so this is saying, it also goes in line with um, the the great reset where like people are like, oh, mm, what is, ooh, it's a microchip. Let me put it in this pot for later. So we've gone through that multiple times. Mm. And the earth was made in but seven That goes days. back to last week when you talked about the idea that micro- microchips were found supposedly mm-hmm. from other civilizations yes do you think we're in a time loop i will provide no evidence mm. i mean at least this is saying that that happens yes but it's only happening seven times and who knows which one we're in mm. best of luck bitches okay 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 
Um, we're getting to the bottom here. Golf rumors. Um, this one is kind of controversial. Oh, oh, tell me about controversy. The the PGA Welcome to Sage May Lost and Lost Noise for Controversy. You stole a drag name from a lady. Is that a person? Mm-hmm. She already exists? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Mm-hmm. Give me your best Kamala Harris laugh. <laughs> well, first she says, okay. 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 I'm go ahead and laugh. No. <laughs> that's, but my laugh wasn't terrible. Okay. Okay. And, and that's why I love Maya Rudolph as, as uh, Kamala because it's very okay. like. Okay. Okay. She says okay all the time. The PGA World Tour is a front for. Um, Lots of things, but mostly human trafficking. Golf? Yes. Oh, hold on. You got to keep your voice down. We're doing golf. Human trafficking. So we're talking about golf right now. And apparently human trafficking is on the table. And he is going for the goal here. Okay. And we we clap. Mm. Right in the sand right trap. Anyway, so mm. this girl is up for sale for one hundred dollars. Her name is. Am I getting this right? Her name is bitches. Bitches be laughing. Oh, bitches be laughing. This seems like a joke, Terry. T- back to Terry, you. Terry, did you put us up to something? Right back oh. to you at ESPN. Oh my God, Terry. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> you're fired. You? And because we need to sell this girl before we get caught. So anyone else? Anyone else? Going once? Going twice? Yeah. So that, <laughs> um, and then Robert Golf. So this one is a a hoot and a half. I also love that you did a full, like, hoot. Uh, a you you shook the table with and your a half. You, with your 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 wrist flip. It's like oh, Jesus earthquake. That's that's pretty gay. That's just because I have nice triceps. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, glass camera. Have you ever heard of a glass camera? There are glasses, glass on, in front of cameras. No. Yes. So no, okay. glass camera no, no. Uh, has the, is the idea of a camera that has, is a invisible camera. Okay. It's a see-through camera, a viewless recorder, so you cannot see it, but it will record stuff. So an invisible camera... Mm-hmm. Who's operating this? The CIA. Where where are they put? This is not. This is contingent upon you already believing that that could exist. I don't believe it could exist. So it's a glass camera. It's a camera that no one can see, but it can record things, and you can. So everything that that's in it is not visible to anyone. No, the footage is a visible is visible to people. 
but this camera entirely and all the things that are inside of the camera are invisible. Yes. Because it's all see-through glass. Yes. But somehow they're taking photos mm-hmm. or recordings. I mean, the recordings are essentially... It's essentially a fly on the wall. So if you're thinking of a fly on the wall, that's what this camera is. I mean, I could believe something that is a side of a, a, a little no, dot this is basically taking something. invisible. But if you're done with like a full, like, here's this beautiful camera lens, like... There's no... It doesn't matter what the size of it is. It's just saying that it's invisible. It is physically not able to be viewed. No. So, yes, it is theorized that it did exist between the 90s and 2000s. And, um... So... It existed. And, um... People wanted to record with it and catch people in the act of doing things without it being able to be caught doing it. So, um, they they found this famed psychic named Robert Golf, uh, and the government had done a really good job of eliminating his existence on record. And he worked for the government. Uh, he was an astral projectionist. You know what astral projection mm-hmm. is. So. so he would. Uh, the, the theory suggests that he would be hooked up to this ast- or this glass camera uh, and they would attach it to his head and then he would astral project and look out into wherever he was trying to look. And they, it, the camera worked? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and so then he would go view something and uh, it would be wired to a television so people could watch it. And um, then he died while it was hooked up to him. And uh, when you ask to project for too long, apparently you do die. Um, well, I, I would really like to enjoy astral projecting. I don't think I would. Anyway. I, 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 I would panic if I was outside my body. I'd be like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. How do I get back in? We're uh, down here. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't have time for this. I would do that. <laughs> so he died while the ast- he was astral projecting. And for a few seconds, he went to heaven. And he transmitted that those images back to Earth through this glass camera. And uh, they're on file somewhere. But they were immediately stolen by the Catholic Church. And they remain in the Vatican vault to this day. So there's there's footage of heaven out there. No, that's false. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How do you know? The whole point of astral projecting is that you leave a, a physical space. So this camera, unless it was like hardwired to his soul somehow, that's not connected. Also, if there's the idea of astral projection and the Catholic Church takes it, that means that they have literally proven the idea that witchcraft can exist. Because astral projection is not something that, that the church allows, essentially. How do you know? What are you saying? Like, I understand. I, I mean, I don't know. But if if they actually took evidence, Period, supposedly. Blank, oh, okay. Anyway, it's all right. How do you know? You don't. But how do you know? I don't. So... so if they took this thing that, that proves that there's the opposite of Christianity, not even the opposite, there there are other religions available that can do things. No, don't get me started. I am not going to fight this battle right They're now. They're not an arguing kind of thing. You can never argue with them because 
They're stupid. People will just say, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? You're the feds. You work for the feds. You work prove for the Vatican. How can you prove it to me beyond a physical doubt? That, or The burden of the proof is always on the person yeah, trying to Yeah, but I fucking not... tell that to Christians sometimes too. They're like, the Bible. That's not fucking proof. Don't start with me. Do not start with me. Ding <clears throat> dong. Ding dong. <laughs> And that is the first section of the ninth tier of the conspiracy theory iceberg. Hey, we ended earlier than I thought we would. For the ninth tier? You said this is going to take two weeks or three? Still three? Still three? Okay. Just checking. Tier 10 is, is probably going to be one week. Because mm, tier 10 is... You showed me the picture last week. Yeah, but I want everyone else to know. Okay, show, um, show our listeners the screen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there's how much you talk 30. about thirty. How much you talk about today? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You talk about 22 today? Mm-hmm. Did you really? Uh-huh. I did not feel like that was 22 topics. Well, now that I skipped over it, I feel like I missed two of them. <laughs> Only two? Oh, boy. I caused a problem. Antimedicine. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it was twenty two, but that's okay. No. We can we can we can end it. I feel like I've talked about all of them. Okay, perfect. Well then you know what I should talk about? We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When, when we, we work, work, the economy works. works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Oh, we got claps this time, did we? Economy Works. Yeah. That was good. Good. Of course, we'd love to thank our sisters. Sister podcast. Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. They are over there doing. They are over there being LGBTQ. The, they are doing they LGBTQ. They do be los GBTs. They talk about this. They talk about that. LGBTQ history, Herstory. pop culture. They books. them street. They them street. Mm. Non NBs. NBstery. <laughs> um, always out there mm-hmm. doing the work for the people. Uh, so give them a listen. You're there sometimes. Everyone's well. Sure. That's let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff.com. Let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram and talk gay stuff on Twitter. If you would like to send, send them, them an, an electronic email. message, that is let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. 
But hey, you're also listening to our Spoopy podcast. That's this that's podcast. Spoopy with two P's because I had to spell it several times today, but that's okay. I just want to remind you guys. S-P-O-O-P-Y. You also already made it here. So if you're already listening, that means that you already you're, know how to spell it. You're a fan. You're a fan. If you should you've be. heard our voice, you are indebted to us forever. Thank you for our uh, four listeners. I know I said one earlier, but I think I have more than that. Thanks, Jim, Sally, Bob, and Nance. We got Marissa, we got Alan, we got, uh... Wait. I'm trying to blank here. Who's Nance, then? Who's Nance? Is she one of the solar killers? <gasps> she's the solar plexus she, cloud lighter. She's actually listening, so that she'd be like, hold on, let me take notes real fast. Uh, so that's rspoopypodcast.com, rspoopypodcast on Instagram, rspoopy on Twitter, and rspoop on Facebook. If you want to send us an email, you can always send us an email at gmail.com. Do we have anything else to say? Um, yeah, we need to tell them to get, get spoopy, spoopy with, with it. it.